Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. So, I'm back. I'm back to home, sweet home. Remember, I told you guys I would tell you how the trip went. How was the vacation in Virginia Beach? Now, did I have a good time? Absolutely. One thing about me is that I enjoy myself. I have a good time with myself. I don't have to be around somebody, with somebody, near somebody to have a good time because I love me, myself, and I. I make myself laugh. I make myself happy. I make myself feel loved. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm good. I am content in my own skin. So, um, it was, I met a lot of fantastic people. I met some great people. Um, and I love to meet new people and new places doing different things. That is so exciting. That is wonderful. So I had an opportunity to do that. Um, I had a little um, disappointment, but I did not allow it to just stop, you know, just just stopping that disappointment. Um, sometimes we have to see things in a different way so that we can get the full picture. I know for me, I have this habit of um, the halo effect. And if you know the halo effect, you may not, you may or may not, um, that is a psychologist term. And it was, it's used to describe when someone just finds all the good in something or someone and they fail to see the negative points or um, the things that could be wrong or, you know, just not quite right about it. And so it's kind of like how, you know, the beehive, people that worship and love uh, Beyonce, they actually have, reporters have actually said the words, she can do no wrong. Now, we know every human being is right. No one is perfect. So when they said that, you knew, (laughs) you should know. There's a problem. But basically, I I can do that. I can look at someone with the rose-colored glasses. You know, they're the greatest. They're wonderful because I want them to be great. I want them to be wonderful. I want them to be just, you know, magnificent. I would love for all human beings to be that way. But that's just not the case. What I will say is that um, you just have to... Keep an open mind, keep your eyes and ears open and just, you know, be optimistic, but realistic at the same time. Because being optimistic without a dose of reality or realism or checks and balances could cause you to have a heartbreak, heartache and disappointment. So you have to be real about what you, you have to realize what's happening and what's not happening. I will tell you this. I remember... Um, so many different things I've learned from my mother about being a human being, about being a woman, about being an adult, about being professional and respectful. But there's another thing that I learned about her that caused me to look at her totally different because I thought she was already superwoman and that parents to me have superpowers and they can do no wrong. But I'll never forget the time when um, my teacher sent a note and said that I had done something in class and I hadn't. (laughs) What it was is that the we used to have to sit in alphabetical order 
and the person in front of me, her name began with the S, her first name, her last name began with the H, except her name was Shannon Harrison. <laughs> um, yeah, close to Sean Harris, but not quite. So what happened is that um, now we were similar in complexion, but we just we were not the same person at all. But Shannon was bigger than me. So sometimes, a lot of times, my teacher thought that I wasn't there. Like I had to literally lean over or raise my hand so that she can see me. Because not only was Shannon bigger than me, but she had this long hair. And she was just able to hide me successfully. So needless to say, um, there was an incident and she sent a note home um, that I had been talking or I was doing something that I shouldn't have been doing, but I, it wasn't me. So my mother, um, you know, being how the type of strict parent that she was, she immediately believed the adult, the teacher, and I was in trouble, like immediately in trouble. Now, I do remember the talk that she had because my, my parents were very, um, them having a talk with us about what we did wrong and the bad choices we made and why we shouldn't do it was something that they were very adamant about. They weren't those type of parents that just like punish you or hit you or whatever and you don't understand why or what happened. So I, I think that's good because I think that's part of what makes me so analytical to think things through is because they made us like think about what you did I that is something that was said I know on it several times a day think about what you're doing tell me why you said that or what was going through your mind when you did that not even sarcastically in a way that oh this is not and, and it wasn't a rhetorical question either they expected for us to have an answer so it made you think and 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 then the next question was well now that you have this information, will you do that again? Or does that did that make sense for you to do that? So anyhow, she did say during that talk that I am very surprised at you because this is completely out of character for you. And this is not how you were raised. And I haven't seen you behave in this way. What makes you, what happened that this day you decided to behave somewhere to behave in a manner that's different from who I know you to be and I remember saying to her like mom I don't know what you're talking about because I did not do that and my mother said so you're telling me that your teacher is saying something wrote me a note um took the time to write a note to tell me something that's not true now that does make absolute sense if you're investigating like why would a teacher do that why is this grown-up gonna lie on a kid but unfortunately that was the case no it wasn't necessarily the case but it was part of the situation so i shrugged my shoulders and said i don't know but i didn't do it and my mother said i am she said look me in my eye and tell me look me in my eyes and tell me the truth and because she knew that was something that I couldn't do. I was easy to break down crying. And to this day, certain things like, I'm like, man, I, t- I, lie. I had to lie about this. Like, I feel a way about it. I ain't going to say I don't lie. But I'm going to say, you know, I feel a way about it. Like, this sucks. So anyhow, I, I wasn't. So I did it. I told her, I was like, mommy, I didn't do that. I promise I didn't. My mother was so angry because she said, 
I, you look believable. She was like, I actually believe you, but I know that your teacher would not have written this letter to tell me you did something if you didn't do it. So there it was, but it didn't stop there. When my father got home, he found out about it. I had to talk to and listen to him. It didn't stop there. My auntie found out, my uncle, my grandparents. Like, this was crazy. Like, this, you talk about. So, you know, with all of that going on, that is very good reason to stay out of trouble because now I'm having a trial by a jury one by one. So so now you, you know, does it make sense to y'all why there's certain things I just won't do? Because it, it just takes too long to try to clear your name up. Okay, anyhow, so that was that. So, but at the end of it, what happened is, I know it seems like a long story, but <laughs> I'm getting to the point. At the end of it, after all of these people got involved and everyone, and I still kept maintaining my innocence. Finally, there was a parent-teacher conference, but that wasn't until three days away. So here it is. All of this time, I'm still going through this. And by the way, I'm on punishment. I had never been on punishment before, but I'm on punishment now. I'm on punishment because I got in trouble in school. And then I'm on punishment for lying to my mother, which I didn't. <laughs> I did not do. But that's what it looked like. Then I'm on punishment because I still didn't confess to my father or my aunties or my grandmother that I did this because I didn't do it. So I'm on punishment for not confessing and telling a lie and still cutting up. Oh, my goodness. The plot thickens. The plot thickens. It gets deeper, ladies and gentlemen. So by the, after the parent-teacher conference, then um, also the parent-teacher conference finally arrives. And um, because Shannon was in front of me, I guess, where, where, how we were sitting, um, my teacher talked to Shannon's parents and then... So told her about what happened. They want to know. They wanted to know why was it that they didn't receive a letter home. But it wasn't something that was abnormal. Shannon was very talkative, and she often got in trouble. So her parents knew what was happening. So when my mom came in. Then that was that. They started having a conversation. Of course, I'm there because my mom made me write an apology letter. She was gonna make me apologize. And my teacher says to her, "Well, my mother is saying." Um, telling her that I have something to say to her and that promising her that I would never misbehave in class again. My teacher said, she's never misbehaved in class. And my mother said, you wrote me this note. And she had it with her. You wrote me this note telling me on this day she did this. My teacher says, no, not Sean Harris, Shannon Harrison. And my mother's like, what? (laughs) She was like, no, your daughter is the sweetest one. She said, my only problem with her is that I, that she doesn't speak up. She knows the answers, but she don't speak up. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing has changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. I still know the answers to some things sometimes. But sometimes I may not speak up. Hey, it is what it is. She's like, that's the only thing with her. She said, other than that, she does her work. She comes in on time. Her desk is always clean. She says, she's whenever, even when I walk out the classroom, the other kids are talking. She's not talking. She's just busy doing her work. Um, she's like, I don't have any issues. She stands in line. You know, like I was doing what I was supposed to do. And my mother just looks and she's like, and I know she was thinking, you know, she had to be thinking, I got this, this child on punishment. And she's been telling me the truth the whole time. And she just told my mom, she goes on to tell her what a delight, what a joy I was to be in her class and this and that and this and that. I mean, it went on. And it was so great, but I was all good. That was, she didn't say anything bad about me. That, it was good. And so as we were leaving out the classroom, my mom was like, baby, she said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I was just looking at her like, I don't know what to say. So we kept going. 
we didn't even make it into the car. My mom like had her eyes were watering. She said, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry that I didn't believe you. And she said, I should have known. I should have known that you are my child. I should have known that your character, I should have known. And I was just like looking at her like, I tried to tell you, <laughs> you know, kids, I, I tried to tell you, you wouldn't listen. She apologized to me, ladies and gentlemen. My mother apologized to me for not believing me. She did not have, how many times her parents did that? When I tell you that changed the trajectory of my life, I saw her in a whole new different way that I respected her more because I was growing resentful of her for not listening to me and not believing me. I was upset. I was hurt. How could she? But when she apologized to me and told me that she was so, it was so heartfelt, she was sorry. And then she didn't stop there. She went back to tell my father, my aunties and uncles and my grandparents how I was falsely accused. She was like, it was a mix up. It was a mistake. And so one of my aunts, you know, yelled at me and my mom was like, yelled at her for no reason. She was telling the truth the whole time. And of course, they were all like, well, what was wrong with this teacher? They're going back and forth. But when I tell you, I gained. And of course, I had some aunts and uncles that, you know, so prideful, they're not going to apologize to a kid. But my grandparents, of course, they sent me something, you know, an apology gift because you can't. I've already missed out on a couple of things, a couple of days being on punishment I should have never missed out on. But I never forgot that my mom was big enough and that she was woman enough to admit that she was wrong and to apologize to me, a kid. She gained so much respect on that day. Uh, Now, my auntie, I did look at her with a side eye because she never did. (laughs) But... um, so that's it. That's the moral of the story, guys. If you offend somebody, you hurt their feelings, um, be it conscious or unconscious, don't be too big. Don't be too prideful. Don't be too much to apologize because, you know, humility has its place. And if you offend someone, if you hurt them inadvertently or on purpose, you can lose an ally. You can push somebody away forever because there is going to be a communication barrier. Because I can tell you, my aunt not believing me has definitely, it definitely created a communication barrier, even though I was so young when it happened. Because there we were. I had the proof that I was innocent. My mother told her, but she refused to take the necessary actions to make things right with our relationship and with my trust. So um, just don't do it. Just if you hurt somebody, if you offend them, even if you felt like you was in the right, hurting someone's feelings, you know, what you say to someone will last and it may have an impact, but how you make them feel will last a lifetime. Even if they don't remember your name, they'll remember how you made them feel so my advice to you if you hurt someone's feeling if you offend them make it right but if it's not valuable it doesn't matter to you you don't have a conscience you don't care carry on but just know it is 
it is a big deal. It really is. So, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Saturdays with Sean. Sorry, I know it was a long story. And you guys were like, get to the boy, get to the boy. I don't know if that's how you felt about it. But, you know, it, it was, it it meant, it, I, I never forget it. I will never forget that situation. I'll never forget how it happened. And I forever, I gained an extra level of trust for my mother at that moment in time. And she grew even more superpowers at that time. And I'm going to tell you the truth, she never did. She still used that trick, look me in the eyes. But she never doubted whenever I said that, whenever I told her the truth. After then, she would do more investigation. You know, if the teacher says something, hey, are you sure you're talking about my child? This one, and describe me. (laughs) Because she wasn't taking that chance again. And she always had my back and fought for me. And I love her for it. She was my front, middle, back. She was covering me at all sides, all ends. So take care. Take care of yourself and take care of the people. Don't forget to be a blessing. Get your blessings and be a blessing to somebody else. And if you can't bless them, if you can't help them, don't go up there, you know, making things worse worse for them or giving them a hard time or a hard day. Cyber kisses and virtual hugs. Bye.